Welcome into the Football Friday Podcast, everyone, brought to you by the Morning Times and the Daily Review. We are going to talk sports today in hopes of providing some relief and hopefully a few laughs for what has otherwise been a pretty tough week here for the Valley. I speak for everyone here on the pod at the roundtable, Johnny, Logan, David. We'd like to send our condolences, our thoughts, and our prayers to the entire Waverly community and anyone impacted by the tragedy that occurred this week and the loss of Peyton Shaw. There aren't a whole lot of words we can say at this time of the recording. We have no more information again at the time of this recording on Ty Beeman, but we'd like to extend our condolences and thoughts and prayers to that family as well. And just, we're going to do our best here to push through this and talk a little sports and hopefully give you all a little distraction, again, a few laughs and some relief to an otherwise very, very tough week. And stick with the Times and the Daily Review for more information as it comes out. Until then, here's the Jolly Farmer and the Football Friday Podcast. This podcast, as always, is sponsored by the Jolly Farmer and Waverly. Hit the Jolly Farmer for all your needs for game day, whether that's soda, beer, pretzels, chips, donuts, have some of the best donuts around. That's the Jolly Farmer in Waverly. As always, the Football Friday Podcast is sponsored by the Jolly Farmer. Okay, guys, Kirk Loveson here. Welcome in, as always, Johnny Williams, Logan Hill, David Goff. We're transitioning from fall sports to winter sports this week. And with that, I thought maybe we could workshop a couple ideas real quick on maybe a new name. I have one in mind. Let's see if you guys like it off the top of my head. Johnny and I talked a little bit about it, and I ran it by our publisher, Kelly. And At Small Town Daily Newspapers, where we run our sports content is usually in a second section that we always call the B section. And I thought maybe going forward as we cover more sports than just football, instead of the Football Friday podcast, we transition to the Morning Times Daily Review, the B-Section podcast. Okay. And he will workshop it more. That's my first nomination for a new name. I don't dislike it, however. All right. And I'm not, if we use it, I'm cool. I'm game with that. No, this before is what you, I want to do. Before you, before you pitch your idea. I'm not pitching an idea. Okay, I was just going to say, do not tell me you want to call it Philly Talk Radio. No, I'm saying sure. is, people might like that. <laughs> I'm saying the morning time of sports section is a lot of times A11 and 12. It will so. be the B as we, <laughs> as we go forward. The B section will be back. Okay. We're going to have more content. We're going to have more coverage, more games and opportunities daily instead of weekly, as we've been doing with football. So Fair. it opens us up to talk more about sports other than football on the high school level, which is what all of our listeners are really looking forward to. So, yeah, I, I like it. Um, like what you just said, sports are typically in the B section, even if yeah. there's not always a B section yeah. in the morning times. Yeah. Also, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves naming it the Football yeah. Friday podcast. Not a great yeah. <laughs> project in foresight by us because um, now high school football season's come and gone. Yep, and generic name also, that's hard to search. Also, my North Carolina job was always the B section. Yeah, so. the B section. Yeah, that's tr- standard. It's very traditional. That yeah, is the yeah Monday section, so. at the review, Monday through Thursday, it's typically A section, but then every Friday is B section. So if this is going to come out on. Or I'm sorry, every Saturday. Yeah. Friday into every Saturday is B-section. So if this is going to come out at the end of the week, I think B-section works good. Yeah. And as long as I don't have to make the logo, I'm cool no, with whatever. No, so I was just about to say with that, we can get some cool things going in the hopper with a new logo, some promotional stuff to keep pushing you guys to where you can find us and when. And we'll hopefully every week continue to get better with more and more coverage on the local landscape. Speaking of that, let's talk the week in local sports as we've transitioned now from fall to winter. David... Good to have you back. You're gonna. It's gonna be tough for you to get involved in this because David's been out sick 
for uh, several days now. He is back. We're glad to have him back. And there hasn't been too much stuff going on, so we're early in the season. But what have you guys seen so far throughout the week? What were you able to catch? Anything stand out? I believe it would have been the week of the 12th. I'll let you go first because I have a laundry list of stuff. So so go ahead. Before we get super local with this. St- uh, District Four, Southern Columbia. Oh, what a oh, way wow. to win Ooh. a state championship! Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, ninety-nine know, yard 99 drive, ninety-nine yard touchdown drive to end the game and win their win their what eighth straight? I think it was seven. Wow, fourteenth okay, so, and seventh straight. Unbelievable. So you think a team a, a team that has a dynasty like that? They're probably a lot like Tioga when they're destroying teams in the state championship or something like that. Southern Columbia. I mean, can you? How cool was that to win a championship in that dramatic of a fashion? Oh, they, had, they had to earn that one. They yeah. were down, and they, the well, extra point is what ended up deciding it. Yeah. So that 21-20. Was, well, yep. something for Troy to really hang well, their hat exactly, on. Talk that's, about, Troy played them right down to the wire. Yeah. In that's a, where in I was going to go. Mud Bowl. Is, is their last couple of playoff games were all close like that, and Troy played them to right a there with them. two-touchdown loss, and it was 0-0 at the half, and it disgusting game. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> Weather-wise. I still have um, mud stains on my rain pants that I wore that night. Like, just wouldn't come out. But very cool ending to that game. Very cool for Troy to just know in the back of your head, man, we hung with that team right down to the wire. Yeah, I mean, there's no... I mean, I guess there is good losses, so to speak, yeah. right? But if you're going to lose to someone along the way in the playoff... How about the You would like defending. it to be the person that goes on to win it all, right? <laughs> yeah, that's... that's You can kind of just for their hang seventh. your hat on that. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think they'll be moving up out of two A. Um, they just there's like a formula from what I've been able to read and see discourse online about, and they're never going to surpass what would prompt a move up. So they'll be hanging around, and they should be in the picture every year. They might finally be out of Garcia, running back boys. Holy cow! I think there's been three of them that have come through the program yeah. in the last decade or so. One's Gavin, I think at Lehigh, Gavin Gage, and Garrett. Garrett I Garrett was the current one. Yeah. Yep. So. I think he was a senior this year, yeah. so they might have to find somewhere another family to go get their running backs from. But, <laughs> Unreal. Um, but yeah, I, w- I was thinking you were going to talk about the Athens game from Tuesday night. Oh well, that was going to be. I was going to bring that. Go ahead, get that to that. And so, I, like I said, I got a whole list of stuff. Uh, Matt Patton was there to cover it for us, but Athens defeated a state-ranked Blue Ridge boys basketball team last night Tuesday. They were down six. Athens was down sixteen nothing in that game, and they ended up winning the game fifty four fifty two on a Jace Babcock. Uh, I think it was an offensive rebound and put back at the buzzer. At the buzzer, so I mean, awesome, crazy. I've, to be down sixteen nothing in the game and come back to beat a state ranked team, that's crazy. Yeah, and, and I saw this Blue Ridge team the first night of the season. They played Sayre, and they kind of just they kind of rolled through Sayre that night. Um, they had one guy, I forget his name off the top of my head, but senior leader, and he just I think he ended with like forty points in that game if I read the book right. So to to play a tight one to Athens like that, and Athens is coming off that Johnson City tournament where they won Friday night, got got beat the the second day in the championship game. So to come back home and, and win like that, good good for the Wildcats big start early for, season. Yeah, yeah, big start for Athens. As far as I've been up to a whole lot. Um, especially with David being gone sick, I was trying to pitch hit a little, not pitch hit, pinch hit. Yeah, I always say that wrong. Pinch hit a little bit up here. Otani pitching in here. Yeah, I I do a little bit of both. Um, a lot of boys hoops action. Where I'll start is actually wrestling though, because wrestling season big deal, obviously in Bradford County. Two teams in the last week over 900 program wins, and that's Tawanda Black Knights and the Wyloosing Rams. Tawanda does it against Troy to open their season. 900 wins. They already have the banner up in the gym. Good, good turnaround team by the maintenance guys there. 
so that happens. And then while Losing had their duels on Saturday, dual tournament, I think they finished the day four and one, and their fourth win was number 900. So All right. Cross, Congratulations. Cross town rivals, I guess you would call that. And Both two, getting it done early. Two of nine programs in Pennsylvania to ever reach 900 wins, which is no no small feat. No, that's a lot of wins. That. That's Fantastic. decades and almost like centuries of work at that point. So <laughs> that's a big deal. And then, as like David said, a ton of boys hoops action. I was able to get down to Sullivan County Saturday night to watch Troy win the Mountain Madness tournament. And I'm still figuring out how to how to be a regular column writer, but I think that's where my next column is going to come from. Uh, how Deion Sanders say it? You look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play, play good, good, you play good, they pay good. Well, Troy's got some some uh some juice behind their whole warm up behind their they got some swagger to them i i should be there again on wednesday that's when we're taping this uh they're hosting sarah tonight so all right um i think that's where i'm gonna go with my next column they looked good they they won the mountain madness tournament over a mmi prep team that really gave them a fight down the stretch so that was a good game i'm trying to think where else i've been uh Saw some girls hoops uh, while losing girls off to a good start this year. They fell to Elk Lake on Saturday, but other they were on a three-game winning streak going into that one. Good so start. That's good. Tawanda, I've seen some good stuff. Oh, that's where I was Monday night. Tawanda boys basketball. Down 20-16 to 16 at halftime against Montrose in their home opener. Yeah, they come back to win it in overtime. It was a crazy, crazy game. Tegan Irish had 26 points, 21 after halftime. Just a great, great action and Everything that I've been told, at least on the Pennsylvania side, not so much maybe the New York schools, but wrestling, and maybe the New York schools, I just don't know. Wrestling is is the, the big ticket item in wintertime. Well, we do have a two-time state champion. In, in Tioga, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so maybe it's the same way. But I, I know for a fact, like, up in, up in the NTL, wrestling yep. NTL's is the, king. the thing you're going to write home about. Um, but really good basketball so far yeah, this year to start. Pennsylvania yeah. high school sports in general, wrestling is gigantic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was in Tioga on Tuesday night to see the Tigers' home opener against Odessa Montour. And a big shout-out to Evan Sickler, who yeah. earned his 1,000th point in what has been a stellar career in everything he's pretty much put his mind to. And he had, what, 33, 34 points, 34 too, on so. the night. He can shoot from the outside. He's good at getting penetration and getting to the hoop. He does a little bit of everything. Uh, Carson Sindoni and Valentino Rossi, a couple big bodies down low that get good positioning and should do well rebounding for the Tigers this year. Shea Bailey is going to run point. Great defender. Freshman Jackson Bombard added to the roster this year. Going to provide some good depth at guard for the Tigers. And so wrestling, while that's been, you said hot ticket item, wrestling's been the big deal every winter for the Tigers. Basketball looks like it's going to make its push to be right there at the top as well. They should have a successful season. Also have a win at Kander on the road already this season. Kander expected to be at the top of that division as well. So good start for Tioga Tigers basketball. Yeah, just finally, I was last Tuesday night, so this comes out Friday, NEB Canton. Uh, at NEB, Northeast Bradford, and Canton won the NTL last year, if I'm not mistaken, in wrestling. So uh, they kicked off their title defense with a win. So all over the place. There's sports every night. It's a good time of the year. We were kind of through that lull where the playoffs were ending and there was only a couple of teams yeah. left. It was and just football at one point. Yeah, now there's stuff every single night. So Yeah, it gets exciting now. Like you said, it's every night. It's something different. We got all kinds of coverage going on between Logan, David. We'll have Matt Patton out there again. All kinds of stuff. I'm going to try to get to Tioga games when I can. We should have a little something for everyone on both the morning times and the daily review side. And we'll be able to update you weekly here every Friday on the B-section podcast. Just seeing how it sounded. <laughs> Just seeing how it sounded. 
before we transition to NFL talk, not much on the college side of things, not much in the news. We want to get to NFL talk because there's a lot well, to talk about. Other than maybe Otani, does anyone have oh, anything well, to say on the big Otani signing as far as in the news around the national scene other than football? This is now an anti-Dodgers podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> Wait a second. Let's not go there yet. For Logan those, for those viewers who don't have video. My NL, my NL favorite baseball team, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, right. <laughs> barely a move. baseball fan. That doesn't matter. Big move this week, and <laughs> just happy to see it. Happy what, to what see was it. The, is 10 years 700 million? Is that the number? Or 2 million. Did you get to say all deferred? Did you get the half from Amazon Prime? Is that how you got here so fast? Nobody, you, nobody yeah, may know. I do have two-day shipping. No, I got this when I went to L.A. back in February. Uh-huh. Not a Dodgers fan, but uh-huh. I feel like an L.A. Dodgers hat is like style, if that makes sense. Like That's a typical hat. Same it, with like a Yankees yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah, so. I that's that, something yeah. a Baltimore Orioles fan would say. <laughs> Did, yeah. uh, David, any other non-football news? <laughs> uh, not, non-football? Well, I mean... Anything else anyone can think of off the top of that before you transition NFL? Well, I have a couple co- things. Co- you're saying college. Yeah. They're, I mean, the Army-Navy game this past yeah. weekend was Good kind one. of Overhit on the last Over play. Overhit yeah. on the last <laughs> I took it as a personal challenge. Gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. But I took it as a personal gambler. challenge. I was sitting down in Sullivan County waiting for the Troy game to start, and I said, that game's probably over with by now. Let me check it. And I... It said it lost when I checked it in the book, it, and the over was 27 and a half. That was the line. And yeah, 1 800 yeah. gambler if you have a problem, because uh, I also was on the over. And clap it up. It clap it up. up. That's, I mean, for those who got the other end, that's on me. I don't bet on games like these two do. Um, There's but, a little judgment in that. We'll start the C section. <laughs> uh, maybe not the C section. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, when oh. I was looking up names, that came up a lot. The, G, play, the G section. But, All right. But for those who did bet under in that game, what a bad beat. Well, oh, yeah. that's the, <laughs> That's the worst beat all time. Kneel if you had down the under, in the, the end best, zone. The best beat ever if you had the over. <laughs> That's, life but is too short I, to I bet the that, under. Oh, I, I bring up Army-Navy, one, because that turned into a great game. At yeah. the end. It was boring yeah. for most of it until Navy a, got themselves a back A service academy it. game being boring? No I, way. I, I get it. But. Was he, one, he was one yard before the over-under stuff. One yard short. They're like a on half fourth a yard goal. short. Yeah, but... I, so what happened in that game was what? Army was up 17-3. Navy scores a touchdown late in the fourth quarter. They get within, and I want to ask you guys this question because I, it's something I'm thin against, but it's been like a football trend where like a okay. team who's down two touchdowns gets a score, scores a touchdown to get within eight. So they're down 17-9. They decide to go for two. And despite and, also needing to score again. Yeah, right? so yeah. you're anti-analytics. Yeah, I should have I, known this. Well, it's not anti-analytics. It's anti-this analytic. I because, actually think I'm with David on this. Because if, if you, because they, Navy didn't get the two-point conversion, so they're down 17-9, to nine, and they get within a yard of getting another touchdown. If they get that touchdown, they're down 17-15, and they have to get it. They fail miserably on their first two-point conversion. So you're asking them to go for two points again just to tie the game up. And yeah, I'm you're thinking, no longer now going for the win on the second touchdown. You now have to get the two-point conversion yeah. just to tie and I think because if, you took yourself out of it by missing the first two-point conversion down 15. And if I think if you had that mindset that you want to go for the win... Get that second touchdown first. That's because what, you'll, you'll be down 17-16 with a chance to go for two. I'm win. not anti going for two. I yeah. am absolutely for going to two, but only when it's absolutely necessary. And on, on, on that note, the Dolphins-Sires game this week, the Titans pulled this off successfully, but they went for two, and then got a touchdown in the game and kicked an extra point to win yeah. it. But it's a risky move. 
in my opinion. It is. It's high risk, high reward. Exactly. Play with your gut. So yeah. I, I will argue for it. I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. But I, yeah. just, I just, so I, what I'm was scared it, of it every they time scored I scored 17-9. To make it 17-9. Okay. Yeah. So the logic there is you go for two, then you'll be down six, right? Yeah. yeah. So either your options there are we get it, we're down six, or we don't get it. We know going into our next drive, we need to go for two at the end. That is... Strategy wise, you can be thinking through that. Yes, it puts you in a bigger hole than if you would have just puts you in a big it. hole. Yeah, yeah, it puts you in a bigger hole if you would have just kicked it. But at least you know going into that final drive, this drive needs to end with a successful two point play for us at, to win. At it. least you know, sure. But if you get to that second touchdown and you've kicked the extra point to be down seven, then you, you also have the choice. Then you also at least know I can kick the, field, the extra point and be tied and continue to have an opportunity to win. It is. It's it's high risk, well, high reward. It's exactly. If it doesn't work, then you're like, why would you? Why would you do that? Yeah. But if somehow, some way, they were able to convert, it's like, oh my yeah. god, they're in a great spot. A touchdown wins them the game, no matter what. Yeah. Now, so, but it obviously an extra point's more of a sure thing than going for two. But that's not a sure thing either. And I would argue, I don't know the service academy kickers, but I would argue at the service academy level, definitely not a sure thing either. So it's all about which percentages do you want yeah. to play and what are you feeling in that moment, I, it's, so. I just noticed it being a trend in football in general for the last couple of years and every time I'm like I don't know that I like that and the Eagles have even done that a couple of times where I'm just like this is scary yeah, <laughs> like, if, it was, just, if it was my team my opinion might be entirely different but I kind of I like the whole I like the play to win attitude we're all we're, we're I think we're all play to win guys you want guys to, to be able to, to be willing to take those risks and go for it and go to win the game so I like it and the other part is like, the, like we were talking about the logic of this. So if you kick the extra point and make it, so it's 17, 17 to three, you score a touchdown, you kick an extra point. You're still playing for the tie, right? Yeah. So if you go for two and get it, now you're playing to win. If you don't get the two, you're still playing the tie. Technically, your situation hasn't changed. So that's so that's why I'm kind of like eh, go for it because yes it's a risk reward but I don't think the risk is as high as it feels in your but if in your heart if and you're soul. playing to win and you do miss that first two point conversion now you, you put yourself it. in a higher percentage to lose <laughs> right yeah. you have so you're no longer playing to I, win and, and, but I but and, I love the play to win and, and, killer yeah, mindset and I, and I agree I like the playing to win I love that and I I just think. Get to 17, 16 first, and then go for two if you and really play want to play to win. win. Yeah, mm. that's where I stand with the. I'm for going for two only when you have to. Okay, then, so the con conservative mindset thing, because I was going to say, yeah, it's, this, it's, the same, it's the same logic. <laughs> it's the sure, same. Sure, when you're down, when you're down <laughs> 17, 15, to have to go for it just to tie, yeah. Yeah. you're in trouble. It's, it's the same logic. You might logic. have to do that this weekend when you lose to the Bills. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll, we'll get, get there, there, we'll get there. I'm it's ready now. It's the same logic, just at, at what point do you want to run that logic, right? Yeah. Like Because if you... You say get to seventeen, sixteen. You're still yeah. making the same choice that would have been made if you went for it too. There, the difference is you just didn't get it. Because if you don't get it, also from a momentum standpoint end, exactly. and emotion standpoint, you miss the first two. That team deflates. Say this yeah. is a huge vibes. That play. team deflates you quick when you miss. You need to know the vibes when you go. I mean, and, and I know vibes is a very vague concept, and, and a lot of people may not know what I'm talking about when I say vibes. But 
true football fan, you know what I'm talking about. Vibes are very important. Vibes are yeah. real. And if the vibes are good, go for that too. It was just interesting to me because it happened in the Army. Well, it could have had Navy gone one, one more yard in their drive. It could have happened in the Army-Navy game and it happened in the Titans-Dolphins game too. So it happened yeah, it twice played out both ways. Yeah. I think I'm going to lock myself in a room this week and run all the numbers. All right. I'll, get, I'll get back <laughs> to Report you. back. <laughs> yeah, Logan's got what looks like a math problem from your high school algebra class. Oh, I accidentally scribbled something down in the space I needed to continue. <laughs> a beautiful <laughs> mind over there. All right. So that's, a, that's a show your work Wait, problem. I have, I have yeah. more to talk about. Um, what do you got? I know I put my Dodgers hat on already, but my real LA team, the Los Angeles Lakers, first ever oh, NBA in season tournament yeah. champions. They're hanging a banner. Legacy win for LeBron. They're huh? hanging a banner. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, Jordan doesn't have yeah, one. I will say, <laughs> there's a first. Yeah. There you go. I will say it is fitting. Like I, I'm, I'm open to the in season tournament and open to the history being built for it to be ma- to matter in the future. It's kind of fitting that the Lakers of all teams were the one to win the first one. You're darn tooting. I hate um, it. I don't like it, but like it makes sense. Would have been great if it was Lakers Celtics in the final of it. Yeah, yeah but I would have. I would have. Couldn't handle their business. Couldn't make I, would, it. I would not have even watched that game. Couldn't have made you it. Hate the Celtics that much. I hate the Celtics. <laughs> yes, the, Cel- um, the Celtics and Cowboys are in the same category to me. <laughs> um, as far as the banner that's getting ha- hung up for the Lakers, oh. they're getting crucified for it. It's not going to be like a regular banner. They're going to hang one banner, and then if they ever win ensuing in-season tournaments, that will just get added to the banner. On the same banner. So, yeah, sort of like if you win a league, like at the high school level, they just add that year to it. Anyone who's complaining, when their team wins next year, they're just going to do it too. The other teams will probably do the same thing. A championship's a championship. If you won the tournament... I would it's have been thrilled had the Sixers made it that far. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I know I, it doesn't matter, matter, but I would have been. It would have been more fun had the Sixers been in that. So. I think the in-season tournament, and and maybe we don't have a large NBA demographic, so we won't spend too much time on this. But I think it was a glowing success. The in-season tournament. It made games in November and December matter to people. Yeah, and people saying nobody cares. We're all talking about the, it. And I, the Celtics Pacers game in spe- specifically was electric, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, so when the players are playing for something, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Other NBA news, anyone see Draymond Green spinning, <laughs> spinning back fist? I saw a tweet. It's like, it says the the worse he gets as the older, the worse he gets, yeah. the more creative he gets with his fouls. Third ejection of the season already. He punched Nurkic in the face. It's it's yeah. That seems like, I'm I saw the, the clip. That's a suspension worthy play. He's already been suspended yeah. this year. He needs to be suspended again. I, I did see, I might be chronically online the way I talk on this podcast, but I did see <laughs> another tweet. As long as Adam Silver lets him play when they play the Wizards coming up, I think it was December twenty second. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Poole, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm with the take. Most people, it's just getting old. It is, yeah. All right, it enough, is. Draymond. It's, it's old. He was kind of being coveted as the next like NBA on TNT funny guy. I don't think anyone wants him there. No. Like it just. But also, he has the ability to be a good player on the court. Yeah, just stop with this. Uh, you're, you could be a triple double guy every night if you really want to work hard enough and not get into the rest. Probably of Probably well, his post game press conference is like. Uh, Obviously, I didn't mean to hit him. I'm sorry I hit him. I was like, stop it. He's a good passer. He's a good rebounder. He can score 10. So a you, night. Can, you can be the villain without being a dirty player. Yeah. He's already the villain forever. So well, just. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem is the Warriors aren't what they were anymore, no. right? So they're now, they're fading to the fringes more so than they're in the main yeah. story. And it just takes away from watching staff. So exactly. get off the yeah. court if you're going to. Yeah. All right. So we're going to transition to the NFL next. Oh, but before we do, what do you got, Logan? Uh, Rich Alliger is still upset about Florida State. <laughs> oh, he left oh, out okay. of the playoff. I'm he called me the other he's night. Not paying attention to. Utah Community College or whoever he's watching. <laughs> That's my boy. Uh, right. Jolly Farmer. This podcast, as always, is sponsored by the Jolly Farmer and Waverly. 
Hit the Jolly Farmer for all your needs for game day, whether that's soda, beer, pretzels, chips, donuts. Have some of the best donuts around. That's the Jolly Farmer in Waverly. As always, the Football Friday podcast is sponsored by the Jolly Farmer. All right, NFL talk. Week 14 is in the books. Obviously, the big one on this podcast was Cowboys-Eagles. Not particularly close. Pretty dominant. And we now have a race for the NFC East. How are David and Johnny feeling about how that game went and the outcome in the future? I am feeling, sorry, great. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I, wanted to. <laughs> I am feeling great. We said last week uh, about this game deciding a fr- the front-running MVP candidate. In my opinion, we have that now. Dak Prescott, I'm all aboard. Keep rolling it. Certainly not Purdy, but <laughs> one day I'll get through a podcast without bringing him up. No, you won't. <laughs> there might be a wide receiver out there that could be in the debate soon. But Odell we'll Beckham to, Jr. We'll get to that later. <laughs> More Cowboys Eagles talk. Um, no, the game went exactly as I could have hoped. Um, our defense did what they needed to do, which was force turnovers. We needed to force turnovers because after Seattle hung 35 on us, I was like, all right. This defense is going to let teams score unless we got we get turnovers, and that's what we were able to do. Even if it's not the t- prototypical uh, interceptions that you're, are t- I think are typically more common, we got those. Eagles' three best players just f- gave the ball to you guys, fumbled the ball right to you guys. I know, Cowboys I guess fans so, well, stripper, not enough, but but right. some of that was the Cowboys doing. But also, just hold on to the ball. No, I was going to say, I was I was going to ask if you like. In my opinion, I've watched the Dallas force turnovers all year. That's just what they do. You may ha- have a different view on it, whereas just like. Just hold on to the just ball. Play I would smarter have football is. Mm-hmm. I, I like. I get it. I. I, I don't. I'm heavily biased on that aspect just because like I just don't lose the ball. So, right. you know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy streaming at the TV. Hold on to the ball. Hold on to the ball. And if you lose the ball, that's your fault. I don't give, I seldom give good defenders credit for strip sacks or stri- strips unless it's on my team. But yeah. so yeah, I'm, fl- I'm without trying to gloat too much about it. I'm flying high. I'm all good. I'm ready to cruise. I'm ready. The bu- Buffalo is going to be a really <laughs> tough matchup. We're in the middle of our juggernaut, but we've now won two straight in them so far. So I'm feeling tough, great. Tough stretch. Yep. Not a tough stretch for the Eagles, but can't be feeling too confident going into it, David. If you would have said two weeks ago that the Eagles were going to lose to the 49ers and Cowboys, I'd be like, I get it. Like, those are two very difficult teams to play, but they were non-competitive in right. both of those games. I think games. that's the and big that's, issue. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I'm worried about them because of that. There's some fraud talk going around. Yeah, I, I, I'm not entertaining that, but I just... <laughs> I am. There's some fraud <laughs> talk out there. I, but I'm definitely a little concerned with the state of the team. And I, I mean, this. you would think the next four games, the last four games of the season are a really good get-right spot where you have Seattle, you have two Giants games, you have a Cardinals game. However, all three of those teams, one is the Seahawks game is like maybe conceivably the easiest, but it's in Seattle. And the Eagles have had historically a tough time against the Seahawks. Oh, exactly. I was going to say, I saw something that like the Eagles haven't won in Seattle in like 15 years or something I don't like know that. what the stats are, but I don't remember them beating the Seahawks. Crowd ought to be good so, Monday night. So that's not going to be fun. And like the Giants aren't a pushover right now. Like I, the jokes, the beams of Tommy DeVito are funny. And like, but like they're playing they're good play, defense. They, they look like they're playing okay football. But we're, yeah. but are we, we're at the point now where we're getting a little nervous about the Giants. <laughs> So I, I don't that know where, where the Eagles are at. Well, the funny thing is, like, Dallas broke you guys. No, 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 I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous about the Giants because the Eagles have owned the Giants for like two decades now. All so right. it's like not like that. But the way the Eagles have played the last two weeks, 
I am less confident that the Eagles can just run the table. I'm afraid of them slipping up against a team that they shouldn't have slipped up against. It's all going to come I'm, down to uh, Tommy DeVito versus Big Dom. Good. <laughs> Someone's a priority on the other's payroll. We'll find out. Uh, but Last so, two weeks, though, who's to blame? Uh, everybody. I don't... <laughs> Someone's got to take it, though. Just, two uh, weeks of non-competitive football against the teams you're probably going to have to go through to make a Super Bowl. Someone's got to take I've it. I've been hard on uh, Brian Johnson all season long with okay. his play calling. He has, obviously, he hasn't been good lately still. Sean Desai, the defensive coordinator... Some questions now because the defense has been getting ripped apart. Even the Bills game was like bad. So yeah, really, if you count the Bills overtime, it's three weeks of getting slashed a little bit. They had ten straight possessions against the opponent, where the opponent had nine touchdowns and a field goal. Wow, wow. that's tough. Big yeah. I, didn't know that. That I think the other one was a kneel down. Yeah, yeah. in between that. Wow. So yeah, so the, between the 49ers and Cowboys, ten straight possessions without the kneel down, where it was nine touchdowns and a field goal. So Desai, not great, and then you have. The boss of those two guys, Nick Sirianni, also is at fault because those two guys are the whole, yeah, the whole team is failing coach. right now. So I, I don't want to say I, I t- talked about a few weeks ago how I feel like I've never seen a more mentally tough team than this Philadelphia Eagles team. They better show that this last month. Soft as Charmin, starting to be soft as Charmin. You think? No, I, <laughs> I'm afraid that they could be okay. not as mentally tough as, but. I need them to back up what I felt about them these next four weeks. All right. I, I want to ask you, um, and you just you laid out a lot of good things right there, but you mentioned coach, coach, coach. Is there when at what point does some of this fall on some of the players? Oh, oh it absolutely does. Okay. I'm just saying, like you, if you want to pinpoint one play, one so figure or whatever, it has start somewhere. It's be the coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, you had Jalen Hurts, you had AJ Brown, Devontae, you th- Devontae Smith, you had your three best offensive players fumble the ball whether that was the Cowboys doing or not you let all three of your best players lost the ball two of which were in plus territory which could have made it a competitive game and you just held on to the ball so I Hurts is I don't know what the Hurts situation is I think some of that is Brian Johnson's play calling but you could tell that Hurts is not what he was last year either yeah so I I don't it's hard for me to like pinpoint blame specifically to people because a lot of it's just so ugly right mm-hmm. now. So I, I, and, and, and again, like Dallas is a very, very good football team. And the 49ers are a very, very good football team. I don't mind that losing to ten of them sucks, but like you, not being, being competitive. competitive exactly. Not that's, and that's what I was going to say is it's been a tough couple of weeks, but the sky is not falling. The Eagles are still 10 and three. Absolutely. Like, and you would think that a team like this would be able to figure it out. Great stretch to get right. Goals, right. Exactly. So quick Cowboys question. Mm. Not missing Kellen Moore much, huh? No, and I'm sure uh, the Chargers aren't are, are kind of <laughs> lamenting that a little bit currently right now. They were scored, but real question: Has that? Do you think that change itself has made a giant difference this season, or is this just Dallas kind of finally? It's all coming together at the right time. Um, it turned around for us offensively after the Niners game. I think I'm not even so sure it has so much to do with Kellen Moore as it is us getting. Because prior to, to San Francisco, we were still preaching the whole run well, the, first. The first three weeks was, man, Dallas defense, Dallas defense, Dallas defense. Yeah, and our Turns offense. Turns out this offense is really good. Yeah, and it's because we've kind of let, we've unleashed them. We've we've let Dak cook. We've let Dak do what he do what he does, and it's working. And I'm not so, 
when we when we had, last year when we had Kellen Moore, I'm kind of buying into the conspiracy theory, if you will, that that, that the call comes from the top in, in some sense. And Jerry Jones and the Joneses have loosened the reins. It's like, all right, we're going to stop doing this 90s stuff. Mike, do what you want to do. Let Dak do what he wants to do. And it's showing. Now he has an now he's an, has an MVP case. He's leaning in all analytical categories. We're a pass first offense. Yeah, because I was going to say we'll get into the Bills Cowboys talk later. But coming into this game, if you would have talked to me a few weeks ago, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm really scared of the Cowboys D. Hopefully, we can figure out how to put up some points." I'm coming in now thinking Josh and company have got to be ready to keep up. Mm-hmm. which is not something I would have foreseen well, the, the weeks le- ago. The, the league leader in interceptions should be worried about our defense. Uh, maybe no. he also leads the league in touchdowns, but that's something your defense should worry uh, about. Well, oh, we're going to have some I just fun. 40-plus touchdowns Not coming. to interject on this conversation, but Logan, while this is all happening, is doing I've the, s- the, 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 uh, the numbers guys the crunching. The two-point conversion I'm, extra point math. I'm listening. I'm trying to interject less. Well, let's get him involved here. Ravens. Thank you. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. I, I know the, we had to start with Cowboys-Eagles, but somebody in this room, their favorite team is a one seed this that's week. That's true. So, <laughs> and you got a little help from the Dolphins. Yeah, Absolutely. And, you, and you put on the Dodgers hat. What? Where's the Ravens hat? I didn't wear it this week. The that jersey. I need the jersey back. I think the jersey's over. One time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. They walk escaped. Off. They escaped the Rams with a walk-off. Talk us through. So, oh, that was I, awesome. Yeah, so I already told you guys about my Saturday. So I had a long Saturday. So I, I was sleeping in Sunday. I did. I slept in nice nice and long and then I got up did a couple of things and then did you get McDonald's breakfast? No, I did not get Ooh, McDonald's oh. breakfast. I had gone to the grocery store sat either Saturday night or Sunday afternoon trying to spend less money on fast food <laughs> cook a little bit more. Um but as we all brush it. Yeah. So it was it was about one o'clock. I knew the weather was gonna be nasty, bad, yeah. and I wasn't feeling great about the game. Um, so I I kinda just napped I was like, I'll nap through the first quarter, lay back, like try to catch up so that I can be ready to go on Monday. And then it was three zero, seven three, ten seven. It was just back and forth. And then I remember I remember waking up and uh there was a safety. The ball was just snapped out of bounds, and that's how the Ravens went down 22 oh, to 20. I was like, what are we doing here? And I have bad memories because the last time the Rams came to Baltimore, they won at the very end. So back and forth the whole way, back and forth the whole way. I'm like, this is going to end in the most dramatic way possible. And then the Ravens go down. They get the touchdown at the end. They get the two-point conversion, which we, we've talked about it at length already. <laughs> For whatever reason, when the Ravens lately in the last, I'll say, two years run a two-point conversion play, it feels like Lamar is like, okay, you run here, you run here, you run, and break. Let's just go do it. Like it, It's, it's a like backyard. Helter-skelter yeah. backyard yeah. football. They get it. Zay Flowers gets the, it's called the octopus. When you get all eight points, gets an octopus. Okay. <laughs> Rams go straight down the field. That's what it's called. Rams go straight down the field, get in field goal range. Marlon Humphrey should have sealed the game with an interception. I haven't been wowed. We pay him a lot of money to be our lockdown corner. Now, he's had some injuries, but he has his own podcast. He's doing all this. Make the play on the field match what you're doing out off the field. Like, don't get me wrong. You're a, you're supposed to be the number one corner. You're supposed to be able to make that interception against a number three, number four receiver in the end zone. Regardless, they make the field goal. It goes to OT. Uh, Ravens go three and out. I'm like, oh, that's bad. Punt to the Rams. Rams go, I think it was three and out as well. And I'm in my mind, before they punted it, I'm like, oh my God, this game's going to end tied. It's setting up to end tied. It's in nobody will be happy. And then they punt it and Tylen Wallace is back there. And I must've missed Devin Duvernay, the main returner, all pro returner at one point in his career. He got injured. I must've missed that. And I'm like, why is Tylen Wallace back there? 
Lo and behold, catches it, runs to the left, spins out of a tackle. There he goes. There you go. I'm jumping up and down in my apartment. I'm like, let's go. You got the Sean Jackson moment. Yeah, I guess you would call it that. <laughs> so we'll call it a Tylen Wallace moment. But very, very good. And especially when all the other chips fell the Ravens way this this weekend. Yeah. Big Just, Dolphins loss. Chiefs loss. Good teams find a way to win. And yep. and that's what the Ravens did. And absolutely it doesn't get any easier. They go to Jacksonville Sunday night this week. I'll be boots on the ground. Um Check my Twitter. There'll Love be it. a tweet or two out probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then after that Christmas, either my Christmas night will be really good or it'll be really bad because they play the 49ers who are looking like the best team in football these days. So it's looking like a Christmas really, night. Really yeah. good show. Oh, should be there. a great game. So yeah. have some eggnog and just watch the, the 49ers and Ravens. This duke is going to be out. a very pro Ravens podcast for that week. Especially. <laughs> yeah, we're all on your side. And then after that, they go, they go, <laughs> fair enough. They go against the Dolphins. So the next three weeks are I'll very, very on that one. <laughs> then it'll be pro. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm feeling good. I'm yeah. feeling good. Side note, it was crazy to me that that play happened. That was overtime, like halfway through overtime when that happened. So it was like 4.30 or whatever. And then I turned on, uh, that was on CBS, I guess. So, or Fox. I, I think it was on Fox. Yeah, so it was, was on Fox. Yeah. So, uh, but then I turned on CBS and the Browns Jaguars game is still going on in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. Joe Flacco, it, baby. It didn't end until like 4.45. I thought that was weird. And it didn't go into OT. It was just yeah, that no, long, it was just right? the fourth. It was like two minutes after the fourth quarter after an overtime game had already ended. I thought ended. that was odd, too. I noticed that. Uh, and wow. so like, but like, I don't know. Is there a delay? I don't know. Weather? I, I have no, no idea. idea. But a lot of weather games this it week. Was, yeah. It was weird. I don't know why it happened that way. But it was like, I, at that point, by the time the Bills Chiefs came on my TV, it was like nine minutes after the first quarter. Yeah. So, speaking of teams who got a lot of help, well, thank you. Can, uh, you're doing it again. The league made a call. No, the league made a call. They want to see Buffalo in the postseason. Kirk. Oh, so? okay. Talk to me. Yeah, the, the video made a call too, and said, "Just watch." <laughs> it's not hard. That's the only reason I jumped. No, you're in. Good. Not hard. You're good. You're good. So we're talking about the Chiefs. Obviously, by the time this airs, this has been discussed more than most of you listeners have any intention of caring anymore. But it is but interesting. I'm not over it yet, so we've got to talk about it. The Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes went from the face of the league to maybe the villain of the league in a matter of hours. He walked it back. He walked it back. Ah, too little too late. But it was a temper temper tantrum that I haven't seen the likes of in a long time. Being held back, going after refs, screaming, not being respectful in the crossing the field. I'm not having to apologize later. I'm not sure you could successfully walk that back. You the bait. It was such a just. It was. It, it was a yeah, bad look. It was, it was a, a cry show. Horrible you, you, look. Yeah, you can w- w- walk back a sentence or two of from frustration. a team that has more has benefited more from bad calls in the last two years than any other team in the NFL. Yeah, for him to go that crazy over his first real oh this didn't go our way situation on the most blatant call. I was going to say, and for the record. It wasn't a bad call. It was the right call. It was the Does right it get call. Called a lot, maybe not. Although I saw it's up. Yep exponentially Point in terms of percent. Yeah. So it's just a bad look for Mahomes. It benefited the bills. It really isn't a bills conversation. What he did was to himself. And that's where all the emphasis has been on all the attention. Mm-hmm. We're on to Dallas. I want to go. I want to might be back. on to a little bit of a downward slide here. Cause I think that's three in a row. I was seven. Say, they're already on the side. They're oh, looking at implosion. Cool. Yeah. They're in, in this implosion. Is, this territory. turned quick. I do want to ask you yeah. when that play happened before the flag was announced. What kind of was going through your mind? Johnny asked me this yesterday, and I have a way different take than I think people might expect yeah. or than everyone else, because I'm sure everyone was thinking about, wow, how crazy, what a play. Yeah, Kelsey, thinking, another heartbreaker awesome. for Buffalo. Yeah, I immediately tried, was looking for the clock. Yeah. See how they, much time was left. How much time's left. If it's anything over a minute, 
I'm feeling okay. What's the time? What's the time? I didn't really have the initial, wow, what a crazy play. Can you believe that? That's something. Uh, Kirk was all business. And okay. I didn't have the heartbreak of, I can't believe that type uh, of thing just happened to us. I was immediately going, how much time does Josh Allen have? And that's a really good spot uh, to be in because I feel like that brought... I found some confidence in Josh that I hadn't been feeling in a long time. I, I, will, I immediately thought he can do this. I will say when Kelsey lateral that, that ball as crazy and as cool of a play that was, I'm like, you don't need to do that right now. Like there, I, I, I knew subconsciously, I guess that there was just enough time for the ball Improvised to go or down not. the field, but I, I don't know. I think it was. I think, think so. I think it maybe was. it was. He it didn't seem like it was. He has a history. It of works it. so well. well yeah. Yeah. He has a history of doing stuff like that. So I, I wouldn't say they, they said maybe they've practiced that. And it's like, hey, if this yeah. is here, we'll try this. But it's not like they were in the huddle. Like, Kelsey, you're going to run to the 25. And then you're going to turn. Yeah. And you're going to throw it. Yeah. I think, well, I think I, and Kelsey's been on record saying that he's done his laterals in games before. And Andy Reid's been like, angry at him on the sideline for it so I, I don't know that it was other than the Mahomes stuff the Andy Reid stuff the biggest takeaway I think is we are officially in a season where the Chiefs are not invincible no. this team's yeah, beatable the parody's real this season I mean, and I think we're going to see it in the playoffs the, the Eagles did not look good against them and beat them uh, there's so. going to be yeah and I the Chiefs need they let's be let's be fair let's, I mean let's be honest I, uh, uh, Mahomes is a generational player, still probably the best quarterback in sports or in, in the NFL and sports. He, yeah. And sports. <laughs> he can't do it alone. The dude needs help. You got to try. You got guys f- f- fumbling, not the receiver, on the ball. The receivers aren't good. Yeah. You got guys I, lining up offside. Cost him like three games. Yeah. yeah. So I think Which it's where Mahomes, very hard to do. Yeah. I think it's where Mahomes frustrations probably should, should be directed. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe he's just trying to be a good teammate and direct it and just explode it at the refs coincidentally, but his frustrations really lie with his receivers who aren't giving him a whole lot of help. Yeah. I have a couple of takes. Uh, the lateral play cinematically from a viewer's perspective was very, very cool because the camera angle he threw it back towards they nailed the camera. It, yeah. So it was it was mm-hmm. very awesome. That was cool. The penalty sucks, but it happens. It happens. It happens. Um, but yeah, no, the Chiefs are not invincible. And this kind of started, the Lions beat them week one. And the Lions are not they are on, a juggernaut. On, they're on front. And, and they only beat, I really, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in the football game, but that Lions game is because one ball went off Tony's hands and into a pick six. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. let's talk Again, about receiver. what I got next <laughs> yeah, is this exactly. playoff picture. Yeah. Well, and my, my last, last thing is the whole, uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have any receivers. That draws no favor for me. Oh, I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> because before this season, Lamar was throwing to 15-year veteran Deshaun Jackson, Demarcus Robinson, who was a yeah. practice squad wide receiver, or like a f- number four wide receiver. Sammy Watkins at one point was his number two. Sammy Watkins played for Buffalo, right? Yep. Wait, yeah, this was like six years after well, that. You, you want to talk about the a team not having receivers. That's what I experienced as an Eagles fan for a long time, too. Like, I don't, don't think McNabb had no help outside uh, of the one TO. I was going to say, don't take anything away from Jeremy Macklin. <laughs> Todd Pinkston. I get that. I don't know who that is. Yeah, we'll throw well, some names out there. Yeah. But, like, you guys we want should do that one. JJ Arthur Whiteside, Jalen Rager. Who's the other really bad? Aguilar had one good year. That was it. So, like, you know, I'm also not sympathetic to the Chiefs. He's a vibes guy on the Ravens now, Nelson Aguilar. Bill's best receiver is James Cook. Yeah. Or maybe Allen will start throwing to himself. Down the field. I say Diggs hasn't been showing. Like Mahomes' complaints, like this is like a welcome to oh, yeah. the, the, it's, everybody it's, else yeah. kind of moment. They had Tyreek Hill in yeah. that locker yeah. room. They let him go because they decided they couldn't pay him too. All you got to yeah. do is watch a Chiefs game too. Mahomes complains to the refs after every yeah, single play. He's on camera doing it every I, single play. I've, it just didn't go your way for once. And the temper tantrum of a 12-year-old because of it, I've, it's tough. I've 
liked Mahomes pretty much his entire career. I've liked the Chiefs little dynasty kind of thing. I, even though they beat the Eagles, I've liked that right. team. Yeah. Like, I, I've enjoyed watching the Chiefs for this. Like, I'm out on Mahomes, like, watch, like now, liking Mahomes. I'm I just, will I say, get ready for them to put an epic beat down on the Patriots this weekend. The revenge tour is going to be swift against a bad Patriots team. So uh, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a problem, but keep a look at some of the props in that game. I don't even think he understood <laughs> the pun he just made. What did I say? <laughs> the beatdown's going to be swift. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> still in the news. Stop. All right, let's it's talk still playoff in my head. Yeah, so the, the playoff picture, the reason I got it listed here is we were just talking about parody because maybe the Chiefs are invincible and some new new faces are coming to the top here. This playoff and the race to get in is wild. Yeah. In both in both conferences. I originally mm. was just focused on the AFC looking at all these seven and six teams. I think there's 11 that are separated somewhere in there. Yeah. The NFC, there's a bunch of teams that are one game back that are like five and eight. The Giants are close. The <laughs> Bears are in the hunt. The Bears are in the hunt, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears are the so bad. Bears. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a wild picture, and Buffalo's in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah. So Buffalo, I saw something. If they can win three out of the their final four here, they go from out to the to winning the East. Yeah, it's you, it's wild. Do you want me to run winning through the, the playoff the picture? AFC, the AFC yeah, East. I yeah. We did this probably what three a month back yeah. now. So let's run through it again. AFC right now: one Ravens, two Dolphins. One Ravens ten and three, two Dolphins nine and four, three Chiefs eight and five, four Jaguars eight and five, five Browns eight and five, six Steelers seven and six. Expect them to keep dropping. Um, seven Colts seven and six on the bubble. Number eight Texans seven and six. Broncos yep. started one and four, I believe. Oh, yeah. Number nine seven and six. Wow. Bengals number ten seven and six. Bills eleven seven and the Bills six. Bills are eleven. From there, it drops off. The Chargers are five and eight. Yeah. So there's eleven teams out of fifteen in the running for some sort of the playoff. The team that just right went now. to Arrowhead and beat Patrick Mahomes is eleventh right now in the AFC. Mm-hmm. That's wild. And the it, NFC's not much. Yeah, it's no. it's pretty wild over on that side too. And we're in a weird situation. At least me and David are, where it was like. The five seed doesn't look that bad because the looks, NFC South is terrible. NFC yeah. uh, 49ers, 10 and 3, first seed right now. Cowboys. Oh, wait. Something's weird. Oh, this is clinched a playoff spot. Something is weird about this. Niners might have look, already. Look how it goes straight down for this, and then it goes NFC one. Oh, I'm sorry. That was two. Maybe I just can't read. Um, one, 49ers, 10 and 3. Right now, two Dallas Cowboys, 10 and 3. Lions, 3, 9 and 4. Bucks four six and seven, that, that one just doesn't make sense. Yuck! That's just a product. You got of the a, seven and six Buffalo Bills at eleven over in the AFC, yeah. and we have a six and seven it's the playoff same story lock for the NFC over. South every year. Yeah. Every yeah. year, number five Eagles ten and three, number six Vikings seven and six, number seven Packers six and seven, number eight Rams six and seven, number nine Seahawks six and seven, number ten Atlanta Falcons six and seven, number Jeez. eleven Saints six and seven, and then you have the Giants Bears both five and eight, Commanders. Four and nine, and the Cardinals three and ten. That's the, the entire NFC wild. picture. The NFC is way more top heavy. Like you, yeah. you're looking at the NFC. T- yeah. yeah, NFC right now has two two teams with losing records in playoff spots. That's yeah, that's brutal. That's not right. So, who are our biggest of those teams we've listed? Who are our biggest contenders and pretenders? The, n- Let me start with the Jags. Favorite. The Jags are the first one that stands out to me. Where I'm walking a fine line of. Are they good and could potentially pull off a win over anybody in that AFC if, in the playoffs? 
or are they pretty bad? I guess it depends which which Lawrence you get. You're gonna get the three pick Lawrence. You're gonna get the three touchdown Lawrence. I will not be giving a take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just <laughs> knowing what's ahead. <laughs> yeah, nice. Ravens. That's smart. Smart fan. Yep. I think I think they might be a little pretend. I don't know about the Jaguars. Really, I haven't watched enough of them, but it seems like they're inconsistent. Yeah, they can't they quite did. string together enough wins in a row to be like, man, this team can get to the Super yeah, Bowl. Just when you think I, it, they lose. Yeah, they I did get decimated by the 49ers, I think three weeks back. Now it was like yeah. thirty-four to three. That's where the Niners are the absolute favorite because they decimate everybody. Yeah, they, oh, they decimated the other top two teams in the NFC. Yeah, so. Lions contenders. I was going to say that, that's like the popular. Are they really? I was saying, I feel like Lions are getting into Paper Tiger territory. It's getting close. I mean, the the Packers and... well, yeah, The Packers didn't do themselves any favors this week. No, they didn't, but I just... They were there for a minute. The Ravens made the Lions look like a JV team, so I I will not expect the Lions. A couple teams have now. The Bears just beat them. Yeah, the Bears just beat them. That's tough. I was saying... you're saying, John was saying about how the Cowboys and Eagles might not hate the fifth seed, and I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. My spin zone of the Eagles' little downfall here the last couple of weeks is that I'd rather have the two seed than the number one seed because if you're the number one seed, the likeliest path is be, is in the second round against the either Cowboys or 49ers, and the third one would be against the Cowboys or 49ers. Whereas the second seed, it is likely that the second round, assuming the Lions would win their first playoff game, I think. So that's that's make the a big, that's, yeah, that's make a big if. This is setting yeah. up to end the worst way possible for that's the big That's the big if. But if it were to be, it could be if the Eagles were the second seed that the Cowboys and Niners play each other in the divisional round. And we take one of ourselves out. Which is, yeah. which is how it happened last year for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So, I, and again, that would be like the nicest <laughs> scenario, maybe. But, you know, that's, that's spin zone. So, Steelers, yeah. Colts, Browns, Texans, Bills. Who's the best of the bunch sitting at that one game back? Give me the, give me the names again. Steelers, mm-hmm. Colts, Browns, Texans, Bills, and I'll throw in the now Jake Browning Bengals. Give me Texans and Bills, Bills. are the best two. In that. I would say Bills. I didn't even realize you said Bills the first time because I, I was debating between Texas and Browns. Who's the fraud? Say- the Colts, Colts and Steelers. Yeah, yeah. It's between those two. I mean, the yeah. Steelers are losing games to the Cardinals and and the Patriots and the Patriots. back-to-back yeah. weeks. Yeah. Back-to-back weeks. So not looking um, good for our Pittsburgh listeners. Yeah. Um, but they, they that's might shame. be that's such a shame. Which I might walk something back here on uh, for, for for their part because I watched the game last Thursday against the Patriots. That did look like a really poorly coached team. I might I see the Tomlin heat. He's that yep. team does not look inspired. Matt Canada is uh, gone. And the offense hasn't gotten any better. Yeah, and you're just <laughs> the players are uninspired. The route tree that George Pickens gets is a joke. It's just it's just ugly all up and down. And it's that it starts with the coaching staff. The week that they fired Canada, they're like, oh, they had a 400-yard game for the first time in, like, ever. And yeah. it, they warranted 13 points or something like that, and uh, they haven't done any better since. Yeah. Can so. we do a rare thing and all agree to jump on the let's get Baker in the playoffs? Oh, <laughs> let's get Baker in the playoffs. That. Can we I be do. a Bucks pod for a couple weeks? <laughs> I like him more than I like the Saints right now. Unless Jameis starts. Unless Jameis. Exactly. Unless exactly. Jameis. I, Derek Carr is just boring. I have I'm no sorry. rhyme or reason Derek. for it. I have no rhyme or reason for it, honestly. But I kind of want the Falcons to win the division. Okay. Ah, David. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's He's all jump. about the birds, let's, man. He's all about the birds. Podcast. Let's jump into this weekend, and then we'll get to how well you know your vision and get everyone on with their weekend. Obviously, a big one here at our table. We got a showdown, me and Johnny. It's Bill's Cowboys. Cowboys coming to Buffalo. I think I asked you yesterday, maybe the day before, coming off the Eagles win. What's the confidence of going up to Buffalo 
and getting out of there with a W. Well, the, once I check the weather report and see it's not going to be 20 degrees it's not, and snowing. Uh, it's going to be a perfect football it's day. It's going to be mid-40s and some sun. Yep. They're calling for some wind, but eh, wind is when it's best. In, in Buffalo, yeah, you're getting wind. You're not getting snow in December. That's You got to roll with it. I like my chances so all far. Right. And I and Kirk's already been smack talking me all week, so I gotta I gotta stand on my boys because they're he's just what do you got? coming after me. Uh, well, the, the the easy one interception leader against a, t, a turnover Fair. hungry defense. Look out for Parsons. If you if you if Josh Allen tries to go toe to toe with Parsons, he's gonna lose. He he might. The reason I like Josh Allen compared to most quarterbacks against that defense is his best strength is extending plays and getting creative. And the only way you're going to get away from that Dallas D or stay in it against that Dallas D is if you can extend and get out of that pass rush. They're going to bring the heat. I know it. Allen's probably going to take more sacks in one game than he's taken all year. But he's also going to probably put that defense on their heels more than they've been put on all year because he extends plays. I would like us to do defensively to do what we did to the Eagles. Keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket and make Josh Allen kind of kind of do that cuz you're right if he does get outside of the pocket he does run if we if he steps up I'm definitely in trouble but yeah the other side of the ball for me is cliche talk it's Dax the MVP you got to make him uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that's very cliche to say for oh how does your defense beat well you got to get Dak on his heels you got to make him uncomfortable and force him to make mistakes otherwise it's going to be I think we're looking at a shootout mm-hmm. and in a shootout I like having a gunslinger as my quarterback. It's for better or worse. If it goes the worst way, we might get beat by three touchdowns. If Allen shows up like he did against the Eagles, like he did against the Chiefs, don't be surprised if we get in the fourth quarter and this game's like 31-28. I was going to say, that I'm, 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 you know what? Never mind. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to jinx myself. I'm, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I, the biggest thing isn't even a breakdown of team versus team. For me, this is a Dallas can be got spot. Mm-hmm. You've had three games at home in a row. The Bills haven't been home in three weeks. Well, You're on this crazy stretch of dominating teams. This is just a simple, you're gonna you're due to drop one. Why not on the road in Buffalo after you've been comfortable at home for three weeks? Yeah. Buffalo, the crowd should be wild. You're going to get till 4 o'clock with that Bills team out on the tailgate. That crowd should be raucous. Allen likes to play at home. He hasn't been there in three weeks. I like Buffalo in a very close one, last possession game. Give me the Bills 27-24. Oh, you're going like, oh, to even do a score. He called yeah, a well, the over he un- did. The over-under is 50, and the Bills are favored by two and a half. Give me 27-24. Wow. <laughs> right on it. <laughs> also, that's a giant rat line because you're looking at a team with a losing record against the best team in the NFL right now, and they're telling you Buffalo's favored. Mm. That's for a reason. It's called a rat. That is a 32-27, Dallas. Okay. I like it. I'm sitting here listening to you guys go back and forth, and I'm just very glad that somehow, some way, the Ravens haven't had to play the Cowboys, the Bills, or the Eagles at any stretch during this regular season. But it is setting up for some heartbreak postseason-wise where I'm going to have to sit across from one of you on this table unless things go my way. Then I, have a, I have a real question about the Bills. How many teams, if they get in as the final team in, how many teams could they play in the first round and be favored over? Well, they um, want to play. They want to be favored so over the Chiefs. They wouldn't. They would not be favored over the Ravens. I don't think at this point. So I would say maybe the Jags. Maybe I think they're favored depends over how, Jacksonville. Depends how the Jags end the year. I think they're definitely favored over Jacksonville. What yeah. about the Dolphins? That might be and, a pick 'em. And it might be a pick 'em on on the books. If you know the history between the Bills and the Dolphins in the playoffs, sorry, that's the Bills. Kirk is riding a high right now. My man is so bad. The Chiefs win was huge. The Chiefs <laughs> win was enormous. They was that, said the Bills had to could drop one more game this year 
and we had a we have a gauntlet of the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the rival Patriots. No matter how bad they are, it's always going to be mm-hmm. that it's, always it's divisional. divisional. Yep. Getting a win right out of the gate against the face of the NFL and a team that rarely loses an Arrowhead is a big start for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So I am riding high. And we haven't been home in three weeks. I mean, it's going <laughs> to be nice to play. One was a bye, right? Yeah, yeah one was yeah. a bye, two on the road against Philadelphia and Kansas City. Yeah. Nice to get home to play one of these tough teams. Was I, I think supposed we'll be to pick that it. game? I'll go. Yeah, what do you got? I'll go uh, 29-28 Bills. All right. What do you got? I, oh, I don't know about a score. I, <laughs> Just throw out some random numbers. 35-31 <laughs> Buffalo. Love it. All right, like, I love being the underdog. The Let's first, go. That'll be the only underdog to get the all world. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Buffalo. <laughs> Sunday night, Ravens in Jacksonville. A, a limping, such a great slate of games this week. Yeah, a limping, hurt Jacksonville Jaguars team that are hanging on by a thread. Get right spot for the Jags. Scare you at all? You'll be boots on the ground. I might go swimming in their pool. You're going in the pool? I might go swimming all in right. their pool. That they, I better they better pan to that, and I better see you in there. Hold you. They, they pull they pan to that pool all the Just time. Wear and a I shirt that says B section if you get in there. <laughs> you get it made before I leave on Friday. I got I'll wear. you. I got you. Uh, but no, I I don't know. I'm excited. This was a my dad and I planned this out. Is kind of because nice. as I'm getting a little bit older, it's like uh, I I don't know what to get you for your birthday. I don't know really what to get you for Christmas. How would you feel about going to a big game? And I said. Let's do that. I tried to pitch him for 49ers, Ravens, Christmas Day. He said no. <laughs> so we settled for uh, Ravens, Jaguars, and I'm really excited. Get out of this cold weather for, for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, um, really. But it, it should be a good game. Um, the Ravens lost in Jacksonville. I believe it was last year, and they tried to have Tucker kick a 67-yarder at the horn to try to sneak back and win it. I have no reason not to trust this defense still. They didn't look great against the Rams, but I don't think Matt Stafford gets the respect that he deserves amongst the top of the class. Amen to that. Yeah, like yeah. he he makes throws that it doesn't look like a quarterback should be able to make. So that's a big thing, and then he just kind of picked apart the Ravens defense, and he had Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua out there doing things. But I think this should be a good game for the Ravens. Saw the first look with no Andrews this week. Isaiah Likely had a big touchdown, so the run game was a little concerning to me against the Rams. I would like to think that gets better, um, but Sunday night under the lights. Where's Lamar's MVP case stand? Has that tapered off a little bit? So, as we've gotten into the world of Tyreek and Dak well, and, so I was and listening Brock Purdy. To, to, I was listening to Rosillo, and uh, I think the reason Lamar is not getting the, the buzz is because his touchdown numbers are down this year, um, which, however... I look at it as a good thing because he is the kind of guy that can do it all. But if he doesn't have to do it all and the Ravens still win games, that's good. That's yeah, a good thing. Don't hold it against him that he's got help. Yeah, for exactly. Once. So, and then Dak like has Brock just been Purdy. on such a statistical tear. Exactly. Don't hold it against Brock Purdy that he has help. No, I hold it against. <laughs> 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 he walked no, into that one. Yeah, that was a good one. No, so, I'll, I'll bail you out. We've never seen Brock Purdy do the type of things Lamar Jackson did when he did his yeah, MVP. L- L- yeah. Lamar had an MVP season by himself. Yeah, so I'm, until I'm, him I'm and kidding. Mark, I know. I'm not, I'm Purdy too. Too. Maybe I appreciate the hardest that. quarterback in the last decade to defend. Yeah, especially in yeah. the NFC, y'all can't. It's inc- y'all just can't beat him. It's insane what he can do. Some stat as a creator. I'm going to put her the stat, but. It was like the Giants have so there's like the 
the New England Patriots went undefeated in 2007 before the Giants won. The only loss that Lamar Jackson has to the NFC is to the Giants. And there was something regarding the Packers on Monday night too. But sorry, I don't yeah. know what that's yeah, was. That's the only NFC loss. Is It was a one-score game to the Giants. I, it was either last year or the year you before. You get to enjoy some nice weather, you think? I hope oh. so. I haven't looked yet. One thing back to Bill. Speaking of weather, Bill's Cowboys, one piece of advice. Never bother looking at a Buffalo forecast <laughs> on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's I haven't. It might be it sunny in forty-five today. <laughs> I haven't checked it yet, but the Ravens. Whenever they play at home, it feels like it rains. So maybe yeah. the rain will follow. We've had a lot of rain games yeah. lately. So, so I, was, I was probably going up to Sister North Syracuse for the state semifinals a few weeks ago. It looked, yeah, sunny. It looked very sunny on the way up, and yeah. then you know I got on the road and it's snowing on the way up. Yeah. So, so but no, I'm feeling good, and it should be a good game, and. There's two ways that this can... There's three options, right? It can be a good close game. Mm -hmm. I guess there's four options. I've been doing probabilities all day. Good close game, Ravens win. That's a good answer. Good close game, Jaguars wins. That sucks, but at least it was a good close game. Ravens blow it out. Destroy the Jaguars. That's awesome. Ravens get destroyed, blown out by the Jaguars. That'll probably suck. So... This suck for you as a viewer, but you know what it also might feel like? Ah, we were due for just for a yeah. terrible game. That's, that's I, I wouldn't hold on to that one long. So not in a terrible spot, but every win counts now in some of these. I mean, every game, Johnny and I talked about it the other day. We we're going through the slate. We got some Saturday games this weekend, mm. and every mm. single one of them, because of how close all these games are or all these records are, everything matters. Yeah. Every game, it's, even if you're like watching a Colts team, it's like, well, Colts Bengals on Saturday. Jeez, one of those teams going to get in. One isn't. Yeah, that's a playoff matchup. I thought it was Bengals-Vikings this week. Yeah, Colts-Bengals played last week. Yeah, yeah, last week. It's a shame that Colts-Vikings and Bengals are in one also on Saturday with another same situation of the teams I've named. Yeah, Yeah. we're talking like wildcard teams are playing this weekend. Bengals-Vikings is unfortunate because they're both, you know, on the fringe of the playoffs, and they have Steelers backup Colts. quarterbacks in their book. Okay, yeah, yeah. But the yeah, Bengals Vikings have back backup quarterbacks in their. I say if it was Burrow, Burrow versus Kirk Cousins would have been just yeah perfect. That's probably what they were banking on too. Yeah, just to finish it out, yeah. feeling good. It should be a good week, and then this is going to be a good December. Love for, it to watch Ravens football. Monday night, the Lexed. struggling first time we're going to the struggling <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. No easy task to go to the twelfth man. On the road in Seattle against the Seahawks team who is still playing for something. Do we know what Geno's back? We don't. Okay. I, I, we don't know. That's a big who, wild who card. Came in, who, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Uh, journeyman Drew, Drew Locke. Played for a few different teams now. Two teams. Broncos too, right? Yeah, just yeah. the Broncos yeah. and the Seahawks. I thought he was, he was in the Jag rush at trade. one point. He was in the rush trade. Mm, yeah, he was. Who, was I, he? No, he was uh, not a Jag. So. He's played for the Broncos, Broncos where he was drafted, and then the, the Seahawks, Seahawks when they traded yeah, for yeah. Russell Wilson. Came from Missouri? Yeah. Mizzou product. The zoo. Oh, that's that, what that he back so How did it, yeah. anyone catch how he looked? I didn't see. No. He threw uh, a touchdown pass like the first play, I think. Or he's like got that. reps. It's not like he's inexperienced. DK's talking to people in sign language <laughs> after touchdowns. 23 miles an hour to the house. Mm. I saw I was, it was on TikTok. It was a video of him chasing down Buda Baker. But one of the comments was um, someone said DK is like a Batman suit in a human's body. Yeah. Yeah. Fastest <laughs> recorded time this season, 23 miles an hour, that touchdown reception he caught the other week. Does that scare you? No, because your DK second, does not scare your you. secondary might stink. Well, okay, I, <laughs> they well, might. You, stink, what you were David. saying does not scare you? No, but <laughs> my, the secondary scares me. Is what scares? Yeah. Then he should terrify you. A little yeah. tidbit about the the Eagles we had the defensive player. Sorry, we had the defensive player of the year, Deron Bland, and Metcalf cooked them. Yeah, no, so, I, I'm. I, yeah, he yeah he did. Yeah, abused but, him. Little Eagles tidbit from watching Sunday Night Football. I guess Bayard and who's their other safety? Maybe Blankenship. 
Yeah, he got hurt. Both Middle Tennessee State. How like yeah, that's no, not yeah, a common that's thing. That's, that's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, yeah I like that. Someone says like someone said it was like the first time two Middle Tennessee State players have been on the same second. There's like, well, yeah, duh. Jackson <laughs> Smith and Jigba get your little scared over there. That was great pronunciation. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. I don't know, I don't know how much you want to say I'm scared. Mm. I just, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I'm not scared of the Sounds other scared. team. I feel scaredness. I feel scared I'm vibes. Not, I'm not scared of the other team. I'm worried about where the Eagles are right mm. now. I just, I, I, I think the Eagles are going to win the game. All right. I think they'll I like that. But I just, I you like that. It's just one of those like, Show me you're fine, please. Kind of it's a show me something game. Yeah. It's a line in the sand. We didn't go away. We're still the Eagles. We're still the team everyone predicted to maybe be in the Super Bowl. We just haven't looked like it the last. I, mean, couple I, weeks. I mentioned the whole mentally tough thing. Like, please show me that. Yeah, this week. prove it. Right. I mean, this is yeah, this is a get right game. To your point, the Seahawks have kind of been that team that's like. You talked about NFC's top heavy, a lot of guys at the bottom. The Seahawks are kind of that in between team. They They played Dallas well. They've had two games now against the 49ers. So the Eagles being that third top heavy team, you would call it, you would like to see them come out and find a way to beat the Seahawks. And and, and if you want to say I'm scared, I'm scared because, again, the Eagles' history in Seattle is just really poor. So Mm -hmm. I. No Geno, presumably. Yeah. Didn't sound good. So. Like, yeah, like we were talking about, this is a good get right spot for you to beat. A decent team. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. every game matters now. This is where it gets really exciting. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the games this week. We'll transition to how well do you know your division? We're into week 15. The records stand as follows. I'm at 33 and 11. Kirk had an 0 for, 0 for last week. Ha! That stinks. <laughs> how does that? Yeah. Imagine like, going 0 for and still being 33 and 11. <laughs> That's insane. And you went 0 for. I'm the only one that can really catch up to you right now. And yeah. I went, and I and went you, 0 for. Went there's 0 for. Four, there is four weeks of football to play. That's it is true. anybody's game right now. <laughs> David, as you Anybody mentioned. Anybody can put up an offer. 30 and 13, but also went offer, so didn't make up any grounds. Thanks. So wait, you guys both went offer? Yeah. Those yeah. did, yeah. You're talking about nobody can catch them. Look at <laughs> us. I went one and Who would have thought? Well, oh, let's see. <laughs> look at me. Who would have thought? <laughs> Big week for Logan. Yeah, Kirk tried to bury me. Did your plane get here yet? What time are you leaving? <laughs> I have to drive home to catch the plane. There's no airports up here. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's at 25 and 17 and Logan is 24 and 19, which Logan will bring you back down to earth. Still last place. I know. I know. But <laughs> hey, I had a better week than Kirk again. wanted to give me credit for. Tell him what you had to scribble I out. I did. I had him at like 22, 22 and 21, something along those lines. I messed up. Missed a couple games. Got a all kinds of stuff of on juggling. Missed a couple out of four. I had a three in one week, right? Well, hey, I'm not good at math, but what's mine say again? 33 and 11? Ofer. Um, okay, Sir, I'll go for it. Johnny, not that far away. You're good with numbers <laughs> after you corrected me. What's my record again? <laughs> 33 and 11. <laughs> Looks like maybe the score of Buffalo Dallas maybe in Buffalo this weekend. Oh. Let me correct my score. Bills win 33 to 11 <laughs> in a dominant performance. Allen shows who the real MVP is. And just like that, circle the wagons, baby. <laughs> Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. All right, Logan, let's get these people out of here. How well do you know your division? Oof, not well, but getting better. Let's go with how can you pick against the Bengals and Jake Browning right now? Looks Vikings awesome. Starting Nick Mullins, they're off the Josh Ooh, Dobbs yeah, train. Jefferson, awesome. I think, has gone again. Yep. So we'll go Bengals yeah, there. Dobbs, that's why Dobbs bench. He just Man. threw Jefferson a hospital ball. That's what. That's why that that that, <laughs> that, that came team's from. just been bad breaks all season. It's tough. Tough to be a Steelers at Colts. 
games. I don't like picking this game whatsoever. Neither of them deserve. Yeah, either. they don't. I, I don't know. I can't. I got to be honest. I haven't watched a lot of Colts guys. I mean, Some people are saying they're fun. The Colts Maybe, beat yeah. the Ravens in Baltimore. I went to that game. Yeah. That was around my birthday this year. So I would pick Colts. That's. that's I think I'm going to pick the Colts right. just because. Again, I have no reason Steelers to trust the Steelers. Bad. Uh, Pickett's hurt, so Trubisky's starting. Mm. So we'll go Colts in that one, especially being the home team. Bears at Browns. Come on. I got to pick my boy Joe. I got to pick my boy <laughs> Joe Flacco. Browns. He's my, he's my new fantasy quarterback now that Justin Herbert's out. Times are tough, David. I know, right? I have an 11. My he, best. he almost had to pick up Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Like, he was, is in a way worse. I, I, I have my, sorry, I don't mean Go ahead, all, no, go I, ahead. I played better there. I, I just have my best fantasy football regular season of all time, my entire life. 11 and 3. I'm the number is one. Is it a one-man league? It's an eight, <laughs> it, it is a 12-man league. Okay, I was going to say eight-man league. That's still nothing. Go yeah, ahead. but but... So it's seven teams make the playoffs. So one team gets a buy. I got that buy. So which is kind of nice for me. That I can kind but of. I thought you wanted the two seed. For <laughs> definitely, uh, some would say it's an easier path. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, but of course, while I have my best fantasy football regular season of all time, my quarterback is now out for the season. Justin Herbert. Hey, Joe Flacco's yeah. elite. Yeah. Joe Flacco's elite. Um, uh, yeah. we'll find so, out. You know. Ravens, Jags. So we'll, hold we on. Talked about hold on. It. We opened the fantasy door. I got to talk oh, now. So this I. is my first year in a dynasty fantasy league. I was six and seven going into the final week, and I think six teams make the playoffs. Twelve man league, and I it all came down on Monday night. I had Chigazim Okonkwo, Titans tight end, used to play at Maryland. That's the only reason I know how to pronounce nice it. Nice pronunciation. Um, it's the only reason because he played at Maryland, and then I had the Packers defense against the Giants. Was feeling great about it. I think I was up like five points going against just DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I lost by seven. That guy Ouch. made the playoffs. I'm out, but that's okay. Okay, because we'll get them next year. But six and eight finish. Ravens and Jaguars. Give me the Ravens. Okay. Good game. I will go next. Let the NFC East guys finish up. Chiefs at Patriots. I talked about it earlier. That's a big revenge game for the Chiefs. They're going to want to get the bad taste also, from last week out of their mouth. Bit of news is that Bill Belichick is out. Basically. We think. Possibly. I think so. It sounds yeah. like okay. sounds right. like it. Uh, yeah, we're, I, on I Kansas Kansas for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on the Kansas City. We're on the Dallas. <laughs> So who are you picking? I'm going Chiefs. You're picking Patriots. Oh, anybody but not a chance. Anybody but New England. England. That's the shirt you should get made for yourself. It's never worked out better than this season. Yeah. (laughs) Jets at Dolphins. Tricky game. Sneaky good game. Zach Wilson, AFC Player of the Week. Sneaky game. Dolphins win. Vito, NFC Player of the Week. New York, New York. There we go. Very weird. Give me the Dolphins. They drop the ball on Monday night. They'll bounce back at home. Does that just leave us with Cowboys? Bill, yeah, Bills. Yeah, thirty-three <laughs> yeah. to eleven. <laughs> thirty-three to eleven. Uh, David oh, and Johnny, a little back and forth here. Obviously, you guys got a full slate. All right, this is our this is our chance to bring Kirk down a level. You ready to run this? All right, Giants at Saints. Uh, I'll go first this time because uh, I feel like you go first most of the time. I so I'll no go. It, uh, it varies more than people think. Yeah. <laughs> um, who are these do people? I, do we? <sighs> Giants. Okay. David. Even with Winston. I don't know if Winston's playing or Carr's playing. I don't think I'm don't going to. Don't hit the table. I'm going to it. Sorry. It's sorry. okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's me deciding who I want to pick. <laughs> pining over this Giants <laughs> Pounding the table for Danny, De- or Danny, Danny DeVito. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's Tommy's uncle. It was like a Monday. I think the Giants need to crash back to the earth. I'll pick me Saints. Okay. All right. Commanders at Rams, Johnny. Um, Rams. Yeah, Rams. 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 Yep. Here we go. <laughs> I was going to say save this for last, but David's, we, David's here we up go. there too. Cowboys at Bills. Cowboys. 
I did say Bills 35-31. They're going to walk that back. I'm going to pick Cowboys. All right. Ooh. Okay. Where it counts. One, because I believe in that. Two, it's a little strategic right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> I see what but, you're doing. But also, I do believe Yeah, remember, this. Johnny, it's a two-man race. We're just, you and I are just out of it. So <laughs> I got to stay ahead of you, though. Last thing I want. <laughs> yeah, someone's got to come in last. Nobody wants to see that team. Someone's got to come in. You I can believe the, the person that comes in last has to take that two-week paid vacation oh. and just not work at all. Oh, I forgot That's to so terrible. mention this. The person who comes in last just gets voted off the pod. <laughs> That's fine. So Logan's going to take a sound. I was going to say, them. have fun with your Zoom recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of need to promote your picks better. <laughs> Let's go Eagles-Seahawks to end it, guys. In oh, Seattle, Monday night. I'll go Eagles. I, Eagles. It has to be a get right spot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Seahawks as a catch up spot for me too. Okay. I, I was gonna say at some point you got to try to make up some ground, right? I got. Yeah. I, I find two different for me. It brings me back maybe a little bit. Running out of time too. So that's it for football talk today. As we talked about going into the winter season, we're gonna rebrand a little bit. Talk more than just football. Get into the local stuff around the area, whether it's girls basketball, boys basketball, wrestling. Maybe even get a little swimming in there. Anything we can promote, we're going to do our best to with our coverage, whether it's David, Logan. Look for all their stuff in both the Morning Times and the Daily Review print editions. Things get daily now, so no more once-a-week football stuff. Be on the lookout for all our coverage. We appreciate everyone listening. And before we go, just one more. As a group, we'd like to send our condolences, our thoughts, and our prayers to the Waverly community and anyone impacted by the tragedy that occurred this week and the loss of Peyton Shaw. We send all of our positive thoughts to the Beeman family, and we're thinking of you. Stay strong. We're with you, and we'll see everyone back next Friday.